Looking for podcasts to listen to? Check out our collection of shows on the Brothers Bear Network. First up, Brothers Bear Podcast, a comedy show where two brothers and their friend talk about everything from movies, music, and their love for everything geek. Or 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast, where you hop into our DeLorean and go back in time with a podcast that talks about the past, including pop culture, video games, random life stories, but mostly about the movies from our past. There's also Disney Plus Podcast, a show with four hosts talking about what's on Disney Plus. Each week, we'll watch something that's only on Disney Plus and review slash discuss the movie or show. We'll also talk some Disney history, news, or related topics about Disney. And last, Monkey Monsters Podcast is now Monkey Monsters Midweek Podcast, a show about family life, relationships, movies, stories of our past, having kids, and arguing slash debating over which is better, pancakes or French toast. All shows are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Podbean. This is the Brothers Bear Network. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. I'm your host Santos, and during our quarantine time, we do have a special host who's joining us during quarantine time. He's been here before, he's been here, this is his third time coming on, and he's going to be our, our host during this time in quarantine. So I got to say once again, welcome to Mr. Freddie Morales. Hello, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I feel like the special quarantine voice. <laughs> it's like as soon as the quarantine is gone, you're like, hey, all right, off the show, dude. You were just <laughs> the quarantine. Get off. <laughs> yeah, right, dude. You're going to start getting a bunch of gigs like right away. And then I'm not, I'm, hey, like, I'm not asking for checks. <laughs> he's like, where do you go? I'm like, oh, no, he's too busy. He's busy clowning around. <laughs> exactly. Everybody's house hilarious. Yes. So my part time <laughs> job is being a virtual clown. <laughs> yeah. And if you're wondering what what are they talking about? Listen to yes. last week's episode, Scarface, uh, to get the the inside the joke. It's not an inside joke. Unless you listen to the episode, then you'll know what's going on. Exactly. So out, you go there. Hey, what are you talking about? Freddie's a clown? I thought he was a singer for like devotional, the Depeche Mode <laughs> experience. But you know what? Hard times, dude. And I got to do it. Yeah, hey, this guy. I mean, how what was it like last week they announced <laughs> last weekend? They announced now the L.A. County Fair. It's gone. Oh, really? Yeah, they just announced. It was they just. Yeah, it was last week. Sorry, sorry. Um, OC Fair. I can't talk about the L.A. County Fair. Oh, oh, yeah, that's true. But I'm saying like I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, man. I can talk. I just. I've never. I've been to the L.A. County Fair once. Yeah. And compared to the OC Fair, I don't know, bro. It's like. But they're the same, no? Aren't they all the same companies? No, no. Because no, when no, they're no. Done, LA County, LA County, OC Fair, Costa Mesa. No, but what I'm saying is like, isn't that's a traveling like fair, a state fair that travels no. all around? Because then no. after after uh when they're done here, they go to Riverside County. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah. But I mean, as far as like the, the difference between the LA County and OC fair is totally different. Like, I, I guess. Well, yeah, they're different, and, obviously, but I'm saying like, I just yeah. thought they're like ringling brothers were like, they travel around and it's like because it, I, <laughs> hey, I travel around dude but i'm home i can't travel no one, dude. my passport is looking at me like hey are you gonna use me or what dude <laughs> like i'm here dog i'm, like, I'm here you know on? it took a long time to get the passport come on <laughs> imagine it's like god damn i just spent a year finally got it sorry gotta stay home <laughs> i can't go anywhere yeah, they're gonna. Oh, yeah, let's see, let's see. I will get past it. But anyways, good time. Let's talk about yeah, good let's time. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, no, people aren't listening for. To exactly. They're like, they what? The... I'm gonna tune into this crap. What the hell? The downers. <laughs> like, where's the mask? I want Jim Carrey. That's the funny, <laughs> not not sadness and. and hey, Carrey. mijo, you Jim Carrey. <laughs> You're like, pa. You gotta listen to this podcast. <laughs> it's gonna talk the mask. <laughs> it's funny, Dad. Come on. Like, ah, que pues ponle. He's like, hey, no me están hablando hey, de COVID-19. <laughs> hey, Freddie, are you going to talk about Jim Carrey or depressing stuff, Freddie? <laughs> this is more like the depressed mode. Come on, um, man. <laughs> dude, I actually know a guy who talks like that. Oh, really? Hey, how are you, Freddie? What the like, hell? <laughs> I think he's a smoker. He was like a hardcore smoker. And he was yeah. like, hey, Freddie, you gonna do a, uh, are you going to do a concert with us? I was like, oh my God, dude, your voice. You really do talk that way? Wow. <laughs> hilarious. So that's another hell? that's another voice that I do now. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. Hey Freddie. Come on, man. Come on. It's Let's like do some... a concert. Come on. <laughs> dude, I will be 50 next year. I was like, now I'm thinking about it. It's like 50 is like, hello, peekaboo. You'll be oh, here man. soon. Oh man. Yeah, still so out 49, there. dude. I'm enjoying the 40s, even though I'm quarantined, locked down. I've learned a lot about myself being in this room now with my Well, girl. hey man, if Dave could do days. it at what? Was he what is he now? He's he's like 60, probably right. If he could do it, you could do it, man. You'll Dave, be Dave, Dave just turned 58. He turned yeah, 58 now, so he's still going. He can still rock. I mean, come on. They look, if Mick Jagger and the boys are still out there, there's no excuse. Seriously. Come on. Mick Jagger had a heart something problem, and he had an operation. They went in. They fixed his heart. Within months, he was back on stage again and fucking yeah. killed it. My respect. Seriously. I mean, I wasn't into the Rolling Stones. There's some tracks on it, but I'm not, you know, like, oh. I think he's a great front man, mm -hmm. but – my respects to someone like that because he was right out of hospital and he's like in the seventies, bro. Yeah, there's so, and they and he looks good, energetic. I've seen some him some of the videos now that he posts and it's him working out, dancing. So now I'm like, hey, I'm gonna work out with Mick Jagger, man. Shit. Yeah. And I'm like, I put him on the screen. And I'm like, hey, hi, how, hi, nanny, hi, whatever they're saying. So. <laughs> oh man, you ever seen the? There's this video with him and and uh, David Bowie. It's like yes. dancing in the streets. That, yeah, that's a song I sing. Dancing in the streets. <laughs> we are here locked down with this coronavirus. <laughs> locked up in my room. <laughs> locked up in my room. I gotta yeah. get it out of here. <laughs> well, have you ever seen someone did got that video and muted out the music and made it seem like if there is no music, so all you hear is the feet shuffling. I gotta send it to you, bro. Oh like, my god. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Hey. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, send that to me. I would enjoy that. Yeah, man. 
man. That's a good laugh. <laughs> All right, man. But uh, well, you know what? Before uh, anything, before we get into our actual show, yes. I would like to give out some shout outs for this episode. Something I haven't done uh, since returning and doing shout the show. Out. So I would like to give out some shout outs. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to the shout out. Very first shout out I would like to give out. It's actually to uh, two podcasts out there that providing us with some reviews on our shows. Uh, the very first one, I'm going to say it's That's Life Podcast. They provided us a review, gave us a five-star review on iTunes. So that's awesome. Thank you. Uh, for, mm, qué bonito, for, qué bonito. Yeah, man. And, and, the set, and then also the other one, Lore School, for also giving us a review and giving us a five-star rating. Uh, throughout our years of doing this show, we've received some some awesome reviews. So I, I want to acknowledge those people. You know, also too another shout out to someone who's been there since day one, a fan and still listening today. You know, whenever I post stuff, he he likes our stuff, the Scarface stuff. Recently, our last episode, he he like he he. I get the notifications that he liked that. He's like, oh, this. You is liked awesome. it? Fire. Yeah, you liked it? It did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. I like uh, it when they liked it. It did. Yeah, 8050 Pete, uh, that's his name on Instagram. So thank you. Uh, if you guys are listening and, you know, uh, we're, I'm very much about <clears> giving <throat> shout outs to where it's, you know, it's due. So I love giving out shout outs to fans. Oh, I will be creating some contests coming up. But yeah, so if you guys go out there, review us on, on iTunes, we would gladly appreciate it. Please do. It, it helps us give us a, a rating and review on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts, I mean. It would, it would, uh, it, it builds our show and it grows us up. Just to, cause I heard you, you're giving out stuff. How about if I give you some of my devotional stuff so you can make, make a nice little package. They can take something like that. Oh yeah. Well. yeah. You know, Go mix it up, you know, mix it up. Yeah, for sure. All right. Hear that, man. I'm all for, especially if you're a fan of Depeche mode, yeah. all, you know, it's like you, you're going to get some cool stuff, but this is right here. Our, our, our host. Our, our honorary host, Mr. Frank Morales, devotional. I feel uh, so special. Thank you. No one yeah, said that, that, that's and no one, Not even my family has ever said honorary. Aquí está mi honorary, mijo. Yeah, right. They're going to make fun of you. They're going to be like, I mean, I'm Mr. Honorary. Like, hey, 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 I'm an, I'm an Apple podcast, bitches. <laughs> yeah, Everywhere. Soy chingón. Ya tengo 50. Soy chingón. So there you have it. Now it's time. To, we we are starting something here. We are doing a month. This is this was recommended by Freddie, and I was like, dude, this is awesome. Let's do this. So we are actually going to be uh, dedicating these next four weeks, a month's worth, to Jim Carrey, the the yeah. one of the uh, greatest comedic uh, actors out All there. Alrighty then. Hell yeah, especially in the '90s. I know, uh, kind of his last few films haven't been. You know, people are like, what? But what you don't know, this guy was like, like just freaking uh, box office master during the 90s, man. Dude, I'm just laughing. Just you giving that intro. That's how hilarious this guy is, dude. <laughs> I mean, if I want to have a good laugh, dude, I just Jim Carrey. That's it. Right. And that's why. So today's episode, very first episode, towards the end of it, I'll have Freddie tease out what, what, what's the, the following week's ep uh, movie. But the very first movie we will be reviewing is 1994's the mask yes ladies and gentlemen this was freddie's first pick of the week we gave you the mask so that's what we're going to be talking about there's a lot to say about this movie so before anything uh 
I, I'm going to pass it over to Freddie because it was his idea to do Jim Carrey that we should focus our attention for a month's worth, do his, his four top films. And I'm going to pass it on. Why? Like, what was the reason? So why, why, why the mask first and why Jim Carrey? This movie really helped me just come out of my being just funny, just watching Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey to me is like the amazing master of just comedy. And when he came up with this in the 90s, the way technology in creating the mask yeah. and the way it looked on screen. And by the way, it was directed by Chuck Russell. Yes. And uh, yes, it, it just kind of like just amazed me. And being a fan of Jim Carrey from his earlier, earlier shows, you know, he's coming out of uh, In Living Color, which uh -huh. is yeah. all of the amazing comedies comedians have come out of that show and they've you know they've done amazing the wayne brothers look at the, they're you know what they've done yeah. and jim carrey is just you know one of them greatest and i just loved it the music the the ah oh, especially the animation and the whole effects of this movie and it was uh, also um let me see. I'm very professional. Wow. Yeah, I got to. I... <laughs> hey, I've learned. I've learned. Cameron Diaz. That was her first film. Yes. That is. Yeah. She looked right. beautiful. She made that film beautiful. I yeah. mean, she was caliente. Muy caliente. That red dress and just the way her smile, <laughs> you know, kind of goofyish, but it was sexy, goofy. Yeah, She's a sexy, goofy girl. Like before you know, Carmen Electra is like a fun electronic. I mean, fun electric. <laughs> <laughs> a fun <laughs> She's a fun electronical uh, display. No, she's a. She just was like just a bombshell on screen. And I, I remember watching it with my friends and my all the guys were like, "Dude, who's that? That's Cam Diaz." She's right. Hot. That's we, the one we, thing I heard so much that, during that time from my friends too. Woo. Did you see that girl in the mask? Oh, yes. God, like. That's the one that brought in so much, like more people interested in the movie. Yeah, that blew her up. Like yeah. it's like it's like I it's like you know I know we're it's like I mean it's just it was so different back when because it's like just by seeing someone it stood out and you're like holy hell and you know what's crazy about this movie is that the the studio didn't want her they didn't want her why because yes. She, she had not acted at exactly. all. Exactly. The model yes. at the time, but her contract just gave out. And they're like, but the director, the, the guy that you said. Chuck, uh, Russell, Chuck Russell. Chuck Russell. He fought. He fought. He's like, all right, you know, I like I'm not going to do this movie. Fighting. You know and why? yeah, Cameron Diaz is Latina. She is? Yes. Oh, my God, he is. <laughs> See? <laughs> Cameron Diaz. Is Diaz Latin? No. <laughs> Oh, that sounds Latin to me. Diaz, Diaz. <laughs> I know. Oh, that's my fiance's freaking Latin. <laughs> so well, there was some Latin in there, you know. And then there was a great, great song that was also a smash hit. Uh, the Cuban Pete. Is that? Oh, the. They call me Cuban Pete. Yeah, back in my old job at Rainforest Cafe, they used to play that song all the time. But it are was you a, serious? That song? Yeah, yeah oh, man, it was Ricky it. Ricardo though singing it. Like, yeah, they yeah. called me Cuban beat. You know, so it's like that's and they yes. play that all the time. 
Yeah, look, Cameron Diaz was born August 30th, 1972 in San Diego, California to yeah. Billy, an import slash export agent, and Emilio Diaz, a foreman of the California Oil Company, Arnold County. I... <laughs> he's like, oh, he's excited. <laughs> yeah. His father's family is Cuban, and Diaz's ancestors had originally moved from Spain to Cuba. Oye, tú sabes, coño, que esto me, me gusta porque tenemos un poco de cubano en la película, tú sabes. <laughs> that was perfect. Yeah, I have, a Cuban, I, have a, I have a Cuban best friend, so his family, I love it. Oye, like, hola, señor, ¿cómo está? Oye, Freddy, ¿cómo está, me? ¿Tú quieres algo de comer o quieres algo de bailar? ¿Quieres algo de bailar? God, that takes me back to my friend's uh, parents, dude. They sounded just like that, man. I love it, dude. I love it. So I talk to them, you know, they, hey, ¿cómo está tú, me? ¿Te gusta de pechemori? Yeah, dude, they have that that little, like, when they... Oh, it's spicy. It's lovely. Yeah, it's like, hey, great. oh, you're afraid. They can't even try to fuck off, and it sounds good. Hey, vete aquí de la chingada, tú sabes. <laughs> yeah, se termine, that's his mom, whenever she get mad at Oliver, said, se terminó la fiesta. Like, she'd always say that, and that's a, that union. All right, hey, let's go. We got to go. We got to go. <laughs> Every time when she get all pissed off because they were doing someone. Oh, my doing God. My best friend's father, he said, oh, I got a story about that, by the way. So, yeah. but I don't know. And it, it, it's hilarious, yeah. but it does contain some, some uh, parental guidance. Uh, oh, okay. So, I, we got to put a little disclaimer before I, I share that story. But it's, it's one for the shelves. Okay, so but going back we, to the movie, yeah. If when we do a movie that it's about family or something like that, like family life, we'll we'll bring up the stories because we'll, like, you know, exactly. All right. What so was, let, 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 when did, huh? when did you see this movie? Me, honestly, yes. the very first time I saw it was when it was first released on VHS. So oh I, oh my god, yeah, I didn't see this in vid. Uh, I mean, in theaters. But I did see it the day oh. it came out on video. And the reason why, I have a memory because I don't know why we did this. And it was so stupid. But we, we that same day, before we watched the movie, we were at the pound. And we're like, oh, there was a chow chow. And we're like, oh, yeah, muy bonito. Míralo. You know, like, we let's buy it. But we're like, well, what, what do we want? He's like, you know what? We'll give it to Caesar. Caesar's my older brother. We're like, we'll, we'll, we'll say it's a present for him. Okay. So my mom pays for everything, all that. We get this dog. And then my brother, he's like, oh, we have a surprise for you. He's like, okay. And then we're like, close your eyes. And his eyes are closed. And we just put the dog on his lap. And he's like, oh, okay. And we're like, oh, we got you a dog. And he's like, and I could tell he's like, why the hell did you guys give me a dog? I didn't want a dog. Uh, <laughs> we just wanted a dog. But we made the excuse that it was a gift for him so my dad wouldn't say anything. And we just got I him a it. dog. I love it. The sneaky. And then right there, it's that, that's when, you know, the video had just come out. We rented it. So as we're sitting there, we watch the the mask so that's why i remember getting a, our dog the same day i watched the mask for the very oh first. that's great because there's a dog in there and he's he's funny i love i actually wanted to get that kind of a dog but me i'm too. Glad, but they told me i'm glad i didn't because they're so hyper oh really was, well look at the dog in the movie <laughs> he's very yeah. hyper ah, but you see you don't seem like you're like a a homebody and very chill you seem like you're very active and when that dog hey hey, hey hey no, actually, I do. You know what? I, I don't know. I I like to be on stage and all that, but I am a homebody. If I can oh, okay. be at home, I like to be home with my two cats, my two Sphinx cats, and my one dog, two dogs. Yeah. Uh, I have an Australian but shepherd. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about back when, when you were first seen, because you're like, oh, I've always wanted this dog. I'm just shocked that no point you never got it. It's like, right oh, now, yeah, it took me a while. I was very yeah. selfish with my time. 
Yeah, see, so. <laughs> <laughs> that was Especially when you're a producer, I was in the studio recording stuff and yeah. all that, you know. Yeah, so I you, didn't had no, you had no time to. Until later on, they were like, no friends? Okay, I think it's time for me to get some dogs. Yeah, dog. let's get a dog. You know? <laughs> yeah, so, you know. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, I wanted to get that dog. What was his name? His name was. Well, here's the thing. I have a story. Of, I mean, not necessarily a story. But that, see, I just like you, I wanted a dog like that. A Jack Russell Terrier, right? Yes. I've always wanted a dog. and, and Milo! I, yeah, that's the thing. Milo. I've always wanted to, when I get one of those ah. dogs, I'm going to name him Milo. Great dog. I way. want a dog like that. Well, when my girlfriend got pregnant, you know, she's like, what will we name a name? And at one point she's like, Milo. And I'm like, no, that's a dog's name. I don't want a dog, like name my kid. <laughs> and guess what? I have a, a freaking one-year-old right now named Milo. <laughs> Look at that. See, no, it doesn't matter. You know, my names, it doesn't, you know, Milo. Yeah. Let's see. Look at that, Milo. But that when, I, when I look at my son, you see him, you're like, that's Milo. Milo. You know, that is Milo. But for me, when I, I told her, I'm like, I feel weird because I've always envisioned this being a dog's name, Milo. Because in the mask, his name is Milo. So uh, Sammy, my dog's name is Sammy. And most Sammy is a girl's name. You know, I met this one girl and I was walking to Sammy down the block and she was like, oh my God, that's such a cute dog. What's his name? I said, his name is Sammy. Oh my God, that's my name. You're ne you're I was like, yeah, well, you know, yeah. You know, she kind of felt like, she was weird. It was like, you gave your dog, my dog, my name is a dog's name. I was like, hey, share the fucking name, all right? It's a universe. Don't be stingy. It's like we, uh, I, back in high school, when we, uh, I like, when I had dogs, like throughout those years, I always named them after artists that I was a fan of. So like, I love the Smashing Pumpkins and we had a dog who had three puppies. So I named them Billy, James and Darcy. And then much later towards my later years, like we got an, and had another dog and I named him Trent, you know, Trent Reznor, Trent the dog, Nine Inch Nails. So it's just like, I always just gave him a human name. I I couldn't do that. Having Mexican parents, I had one called our first dog was Cha-Cha. Cha-Cha? Yes. Out of all the names, it's like, I don't know, Miko, I can't pronounce what her name. No, Cha-Cha is good. Cha-Cha? So we had Cha-Cha. Yeah. Cha-Cha, and then our second dog was uh, Muñeca. <laughs> I don't know how many people I've known with Muñeca. It's a Muñeca. Oh, yeah. you know, little doll. The gringos are, what is Muñeca? It means doll. Yeah, doll. Dolly. Hey, Dolly, come here. Arf, arf. You know. <laughs> and then Sammy, you know. And then also, if it's a hairy also. dog, also always you they always name the dogs. Also. Hell, we did. My dad. Oh, oh dude, right here where I live, my dog's name is Furby. 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 Okay. He, he's a weird. He, you know, my this dog looks like a freaking, like, and he looks like a cartoon, a live cartoon dog because he's just hilarious he's just okay. funny looking he's very thin looking my, yeah. my girlfriend paints his hair and all that you know of course natural and then my next door neighbor's dog is kirby kirby yes okay. i remember when we came out and i was like furby come here she was like oh my god my dog's name is kirby and then she talks to him in dog voice like oh, oh my god and she talks to you in dog voice too oh oh are you gonna go eat like, why are you talking like that? Can you just talk normal? I don't even know your normal <laughs> voice. Why do you have to talk? I know I talk dog or pet, pet voice here, you know, like your kid, oh, my little sweetheart, you know, oh, my, you know. But then, you know, get off. You got to, she's on character all the time. It's like, hey, can do you have the sugar? No, do you have some sugar? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not your dog. I'm Freddie. Yeah. 
<laughs> now we totally went off there. Now we went from the, Again, from the mom to the dog. Like, hey, no están hablando del mask. What happened? These guys, man. I was, I, I was here plugged in. I wanted to know about the mask. Now they're talking about dogs. <laughs> hey, there's a dog in the movie, so we'll get back to the mask. By Freddy, the way, Freddie has I, his notes, so let's see. I have my notes. So there was a, a comedian who oh. was uh, in the movie, Richard. Yeah, Richard Jennings. Yes, and he passed away. Um, let me look here. In 2007. Yes, you beat me to it. Damn, fast computer. Madre, oh, no I, I, esto. I, I knew that. No sirve esta chingadera. <laughs> well, it, it's not that I, I have that open, but it's because like it, it was one of those things. Because he his thing was he ended up killing himself. That's the thing. And there was like a lot of comedians after the fact paid like a massive tribute to him. Like I remember like. Yeah. The- and there's a lot of that going on still. You know, we've lost a lot of comedians because of that. Oh, seriously. You know, and then, yeah, he was a great, great guy. I mean great from what i know known on screen his comedy i mean this guy was a legend in his time as far as the comedians because comedians today it's one it's hit or miss today nowadays you don't oh, yeah. get genuine you know i don't know just i grew up with the greatest comedians in the 80s i mean eddie murphy richard pryor you know george carlin you know i, I grew up with those robin williams oh yeah you know, jim carrey he was a stand-up comedian that guy was fucking hilarious you know yeah in all the old schools you know i used to watch johnny carson and watch his show and fuck dude so i grew up in that generation of comedy so yeah, i mean it's sad that he's no longer with us you know but yeah he's, he was part of it you know he makes really good as jim carrey's uh buddy hey man let's go who's that chick right there <laughs> yeah, there's that. Yeah, it's 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 kind of like that that little thing that you see You're, in other films where you got that one guy that's always about like, like we got. He reminds me of my best friend. He's like that. Oh, really? Yes, and Jim. <laughs> see, that's why I like the movie because I could actually like I relate to Jim Carrey's character because I was like very. I wanted to be kind of just out loud, but and that's what I could. That's why I love this movie because I can identify it. And what he, what I mean is like being the mask. Like everybody has a mask you put on your mask you could be whoever you want and it feels exactly. good and i think we all go through that and i think that's the meaning of this movie jim carrey was so like he couldn't be like the mask but then it got tiring to where you know it was overpowering him and he needed to kind of you know well i'm not gonna say too much because for those people who haven't seen the mask i want you to go see it but it's kind of that thing where you have your own mask i have my mask i have several masks i have a devotional dave mask you know i have a several masks that i put on to yeah. do what I need to do, you know, and I think that's you, you know we all mask. you know what? <laughs> oh yeah, we're mask. totally now the you know COVID nineteen mask now. It's like, yeah. but that's what's cool about this movie about you know that challenge with you know the mask that we put in front of us and the characters we you know we I mean, create in our minds and you know in your mind you know you get crazy you know yeah. I mean, I, I, it, it's true because it, when he's in jail, he does mention that, like, when he puts the mask, like, he, he, he gives him, he says what type of person he is. Yes. But when he puts on the mask, that's why it brings out that side that you, that you, what you yeah, want. It's like, hey, let's party. Yeah. All right. And that's that's no. who he is. But that's a smoking meatball. It's like, you get that example when he gets home that first time. And the freaking manager comes out. He's like, you know what time it is and this and that. She yells at him. He's like, he wets the carpet. This is going to come out of your rent, blah, blah, blah. When she yes. leaves, you see him kind of like say what he should have said. Really? Yes. So he, he's always ha- holds in. 
this mask allows him to like be out in the open. It's kind of like, you know, that's why like for me, I, I, I'm, I, it's hard for me to like talk to people outside, like to other people and this and that. But when I'm in cosplay, dude, I can go out there and just start talking to people, interviewing people, like just having fun because like, like I'm in character. It's like, I, even though I'm not wearing a mask, I feel like I'm, I'm wearing something like I'm hidden, you know, like I'm in a costume and I can be, I can be out there kind of like Jim Carrey. The moment I get into cosplay, boom, I, I, I feel like I'm the mask where like, I, I, there's nothing, I'm not afraid, you know? So it's like, it's cool that like, yeah. it's, kind of the mask has that feeling to it you know yeah exactly you know that's how you know i feel that way too it, take, it takes you a while i mean in, when you're an introvert and you become an extrovert you know we all kind of go through it it, it all depends on your life too look at yeah. right now we're all introverts we're all locked in we're all like we want to get out and some of us you know are cool with being inside you know hey this is cool i'm always here but i'm not here with you being here 24 7 you know what i'm saying <laughs> you got those people yeah but you know, it's uh, yeah, it's 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 a great movie. It's fun. It's fast. It's you can watch it over and over. I mean, Jim Carrey's face, facial expressions are amazing. His energy, his different characters. I love that part where he's sitting at the at the park and to impress Carmen Elect. I mean, uh, Carmen Carmen Diaz. <laughs> And he's all dressed up as a French painter. He's like, ooh, yeah. oui, I want to make love to you. You know, it's like, <laughs> oh, my God. He's like puffing out like love puffs from a cigar- cigarette. I mean, it's just, uh, I actually want to watch that again. Actually, actually, I don't think my girlfriend has watched that movie. What? Really? Yeah. she's Yeah, dude, she was born in 1991. Yeah, but, I mean, come on. like, I Well, she's catching up right now. She's 27, not 20, going on 28. Yeah, but the, the I mean, that, <laughs> hey, you like a Jim Carrey? Come on, <laughs> I know I'm, you got to introduce, man. I'm I'm slowly, slowly. Right now, she's on to that video game. I can't even. Hey, you want to watch a movie? She's like so into that video game, Cross Animal or Animal oh, Crossing. Animal Crossing, yeah. All right, well, oh, dude, she's so pinned into. I mean, that's good. I was like, hey, honey, I love you. I'm alive. I keep still vivo. Look, I'm still breathing. <laughs> And she's like, no, I'm, I'm busy. Leave me alone. I'm growing my crop. You want crop. a taco? I got tacos. You want to eat? Like, no. <laughs> yeah, uh, the mask, uh, just to, for those, I mean, since you just said it, for those who haven't seen the movie, the mask is about a blank, a, a bank clerk, Stanley Ipkiss, is transformed into a manic superhero when he wears a mysterious mask. Ipkiss? This movie was ni- released in 1994, and the box office, the budget was 23 million, and the box office worldwide made 351 million and 2.6 million dollars. So, this movie was a massive hit for. Uh, it made July Jim Carrey Day. lots. After that, he was able to ask for more much money. Yeah, because he he was. It 1994 was the Jim Carrey year because the very first film was Ace Ventura Pet Detective. The second film was The Mask. And then on The Mask, Ace Ventura had not come out yet. Like it hasn't was a big hit yet. Like I guess it hasn't come out yet. He was just coming out of uh you know his well yeah that whole so you know he, his TV he just show. made his regular like a regular pay. But then when when the movie became a huge hit, that's when he was able to make his contract with freaking Dumb and Dumber. And he's like, okay, like that movie's uh, you know so that's why the max he didn't get paid. It was Dumb and Dumber. He made like nine million, and that was huge for that time. And you should, you should. Uh, there's a documentary about Jim Carrey. His life. He was struggled. He went through several marriages, 
he was very close to his father. And that's why I kind of like, he was very close to his father. He had a good relationship like I did. I had a good relationship with my father. Yeah. You know, I wanted to impress my father and he wanted to strive and make it. And he wrote a check for $1 million. And he said that there's a story about that, that he cashed it and it felt good. Yeah. When he showed his, his dad before he passed that he made a million dollars. and Or I don't know if he was alive, but, or he was able to do it. And then he oh. still kind of made a tribute to his father saying, look, dad, I made it. And I'm on my way. And look, he's still around. I think he, look, he, he just did a movie. The, uh, what's that movie with uh, that um, blue character video game? He's a oh, villain. Oh, yeah. The Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. You're very that good was, on that. that, if movie, you guys... that movie was a hit. Like, I yeah. actually, because my kid liked it. So I was like, I'll watch it. And I watched it and I was like. If the kids like it, you know it's a hit. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is this movie's nice. It wasn't, it's not one that's just like, all right, only the kids. Like, I thought it was funny. And I was like, oh, it was good to see him like that. Like, it made me excited because, like, you know, like, there is. playing two characters. Yeah. And it it sucked because, like, with Jim Carrey, like, you know, there were some movies that he made in the 2000s that really didn't go anywhere. Like, there was, yes. Well, he got serious. Remember, he went to the serious mode, like, Jim Carrey, I got to get serious. Well, it seems like a lot of times a lot of actors tend to do that. Like, you know, one that we know of, comedians meaning uh was robin williams that guy was able to to make it like go and do serious films and also come back and do comedy like another one that's that has trying to do that and i feel like she's no longer doing anything funny she's trying to just stick to serious is a uh, Kristen wig you know she did bridesmaids and then you yes know, but now she's like she she's hilarious dude independent like serious films yeah shows. like she's not doing a lot uh-huh. you know so like, for instance, like Jim Carrey, like, I know he tried to come back with, like, a sequel to Dumb and Dumber, Dumb and Dumber 2, but that, it was, it was, I felt like it was too late. Like, it should have been done much earlier, you know? Yeah, oh, dude, I, back when I worked in the uh, editing, for editing production company, I, I did subtitles. I subtitled that movie, Dumb and Dumber yeah. 2, with those two actors. It was, oh, I hated subtitling that film. I was like, oh, my God, this thing's terrible it was horrible it was like the worst movie i was like you know what i'm talking about right the remake yeah, yeah. or the I, second no, I, I saw that one i saw that one yeah the oh, it was hor- i was like you know what no there's movies you don't just like the mask they haven't made a remake and, and you know like of that or I mean, or part two and guess what happened it bombed you know so you got to keep the first one man and something they just sometimes you do you're like oh you these the directors and these movie studios you know, look at Halloween, man. How many damn Halloweens? Like Halloween 2020, COVID-19 fights. You know, <laughs> Michael Myers. Hey, well, you, you know? have to... Uh, the, Get out of here, COVID-19. Oh, shit. Sadly, Michael Myers in Halloween happy. COVID-19. <laughs> part 2034. Well, the new Halloween film was a hit. It was actually pretty... Of high course high. it is. I mean, look, it all depends how they make it, too. I mean, it's a hit and miss... Dude, I'm from the 80s, dude. I grew up in the horror, the most awesome. And I watch these movies, and I'm like, oh, my God. But there are certain... What's going on here? What's going on here? What's There are some movies that didn't do well. Like that new Terminator movie, that didn't do well at all. Like that, that was... Uh, just watching the trailer. I saw that. I think it was, you know, I saw the preview, and I saw it on the big screen. It was too fake looking, dude. Like too much like animation, video game looking. And I'm like, uh... I'm not feeling, and then the villain, I was like, this guy doesn't look threatening. He looks like the guy who just, you know, he's a regular dude, you know, it's like, yeah, 
there's nothing like not like the guy from like Terminator, the police guy. That guy looked like you know he looked like a cop, but then he looked evil. You're like, oh shit. Yeah, man. he looked he looked very like like this guy looked like. Hey, how are you? It's my next door neighbor, dude. He's gonna kill because me. Because whenever he talks, he talks normal. He's like, oh yeah, hey, what's up? Like he he his mannerism, unlike the other one from the other Terminator from Terminator T2, like when it wasn't Schwarzenegger, he yeah. didn't he never came off like a regular guy he always no. had kind of like that feel of he's a robot he didn't talk all he did is just look at you he would just make his well no he, he didn't talk. sudden remember he, he, he had a picture I'm looking for someone yeah have you seen this boy so yeah. he kind of had that he's yeah. like he's yeah. like is there a, he's like should something he's like no i wouldn't worry or something like that like Can you imagine dude the dramatic voice you're like oh shit he's gonna talk you know in that scene where have you seen this boy and you're, you're expecting him to sound like have you seen this boy and you're like Hey, have you seen this guy? Have you seen him? You're like, what the f- <laughs> hey, that, that's, how, that's how it feels with me sometimes when like someone would see me and they look at me and I'm all bald head, goat, you know, beard, almost goatee, like looking like, oh, look at this guy. And the moment I talk, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, excuse me, what? What happened? I'm sorry. Like I had a high voice. Like, <laughs> that's how I feel. Like, God damn it. Like, I wish I had a deep voice. I'm like, eh. Dude, some people think that I, I don't know, my voice changes. It all depends. Yeah, like that. it goes up and it goes down, or it gets in the middle. It gets like Michael Jackson. Hi, how are you? You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what else? Let's see. What are the what are favorite scenes from this movie, from you? Well, all right, my favorite scene. Uh, I I mean, Christ, there's a lot, but I think the one I really like a lot is the when he gets the Oscar when they're shooting at him. Oh, he finally gets shot, and he's they like, "They love me." They yeah. seriously love me. <laughs> and then I like because like you see the people like in the yeah, yeah. And you're the crowd. <sighs> yeah, and they're all clapping. And then you see like that that villain, the what's his name? De- De- Deacon or whatever his name is. Yeah, um, he's great too. He's like trying to get fix his hair. And yeah, he's all like, oh shit, like all right, you know. And then the other guy's crying. And I like because when they hand him the Oscar and once he says his little speech. He does it like they do in the actual war shows. Like he's gonna walk off, and then it's kind of like someone like no the other way. He's like yeah, oh, okay, I'll go the other way. And that's when I put the gun. I, I was like, dude, that's so genius. I'm like, oh, I love that part, dude. I just could crack up. Man, there's so many parts. I love it when they're shooting him and he's picking up. He's going, pew, pew, pew. you know, like yeah. <laughs> the cartoon. He's like missing all the bullets, but it's just hilarious. His body language. Yeah. His body language is just hilarious. <laughs> and that's why, like, when he gets shot, like, he turns into a cowboy. And yeah. Like, got me, partner. He's like, yeah, <laughs> partner. I love, I love when he gets... <coughs> yeah. <laughs> tell Will of that. I won't be here. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, tell N.E.M. to let out old yeller. And then he turns up. <laughs> exactly. And the last one, he turns his head, but then he turns back and coughs in his face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man, so it's like a lot of cool things about this movie, you know. It's like, dude, I used to, I used to use that, and kind of just be hilarious when, like, the, you know, with, you know, out there and just. What do you mean? Crack. Like, if someone would pretend to shoot you, and you go up to them, like, they got me, partner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got me, partner. Tell my mother that I'm gonna join her soapies. <laughs> You're just going up to random strangers and hopping on their arms. Uh, tell NEM, I need a old yeller. <laughs> so what the hell's Freddie doing? Uh, he's doing. Joe, John, I don't give a damn. <laughs> he's like, yeah, Freddie's doing his masking again. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh God, dude, I haven't laughed like this in a while, dude. So thank you so much. My, my, you know, I'm getting a six pack right now. Ah, oh, there you go. Yeah, me too. I need a, <laughs> I Do it. Come hand. on. <laughs> 
<laughs> you do. We're talking about this movie. It just brings out the positiveness of this movie. Yeah. You know. Well, that's why yeah. it's it's honestly a good movie. You brought up the effects, and that's the thing about this movie. Like one, oh. it was it, it actually was nominated for a Academy Award for Best Visual Effects, but it was 1994, so it lost to freaking Forrest Gump. But the effects, oh, yeah. I, I, I I you know I had not seen this movie in a long time. Honestly, like I've seen it many times, obviously growing up throughout the years, but I I can't think of the last time I saw this movie. And I'm watching it, and the visual effects. Still look, still look good. There are like a scene here, there. Like I think the one where he gets all flat and he lifts himself up and he goes, "Look, mom, roadkill." <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Part. Look, mom, roadkill. <laughs> yeah, like that one. You could see kind of like the all right. The effects don't look good. And then one part where Dorian, when she's when Cameron, uh, what, what's her name, Cameron Diaz's character, where uh, she's like saying, "Oh, give me a kiss." When Tina, it's like, "Give me a kiss," and then he sticks his tongue out. Those are the only two times where the effects don't look that good. But every other time, I'm like, wow, for a movie in 1994? Dude, dude think about good. it. Think about it. 1994. 1994. Damn. 1994 is a huge year. That was the year Depeche Mode oh, was yeah. uh, devotional. The yeah. devotional tour. Yeah. So think of it. My life was amazing that, that year. I had Depeche Mode devotional, and then I had Jim Carrey the mask out. You know, it's like, Wow. That was my experiences back in 1994. Well, how, I just, how old were you, Freddie? I was 24 years old. Look at it. Like 1994. Let's just talk movie theaters. Going to the theaters. You had Forrest Gump. You had Pulp Fiction. The Lion King. Damn. Soft Tank Redemption. Oh. Ace Ventura. Dumb and Dumber. Oh. And The Mask. You know? Dude. You also had for like, you know, Speed came out. True oh, Lion. dude. Look at Come on, man. Jeez. We were always in movie theaters, dude. I was always at the movie theaters. You know, freaking No oh, Netflix. Hey, there was no Netflix, you know, those years. Yeah. Did you, like, interview with the vampire, clerks, freaking wow. suspects? What like, a great scene of that. What a great year for movies. A great year for, like for music. the Flintstones came out, you know. That one bombed. That one did suck, dude. I didn't yeah, watch you it. You know, freaking, if you like a Street Fighter... <laughs> I'm like well, that one's that was funny, dude. I mean, if you're a Street Fighter looking for the you know the dude, those were that's was the first Street Fighter move out of you know made as a movie from a game. Yeah, that was the first that's, version of it, right? Yeah, see, oh, and uh, you know, I'm actually glad you said that because this movie, one thing that people don't like, they always talk about comic book movies, and they always say like, oh, movies based off a of comic, blah blah blah. He's like, okay. We have, you know, Superman, and then we have Batman, and then we had nothing else, you know, until, oh, like, we had Blade, and then that's when the Spider-Man films are like, but I love people Blade. don't understand that this, this came from a comic book, you know, this movie was- Yes, it was a comic book, book. Uh, that is, wow, that's a good point that you brought up, very importante, that's a great, yeah. you know, oh. when you think about it, these, these, these characters were, like, probably what, like- you would think what 30s 40s kind of type of comic animation uh, no no this um well the comic because i mean have you seen anything of the comic or anything like that like i have seen i i know i have seen well it was i gotta was, refresh my but i i remember seeing something about the mask being a comic book yeah it well it, it, it's it's based off of from dark horse comics and dark horse comics uh tend to have like a uh basically uh what was i gonna say like well, I'm trying to think because, like, I'm, I, 
I, I basically know a lot of Marvel. Yeah, well, it says, yeah, it's based on the character from the Dark Horse comics. So there, yeah. yeah. Well, Dark Horse comics was like an, another line of comic books. They had uh, Hellboy, another one that was made into a movie. They also had Sin City on there. They wow, had, that, one took, that one took a while, huh, to come out. Which Hellboy. one? Oh, oh yeah, hell yeah. Like they you know, cause that's why like that movie was all that comic was from the night. Like all these there's always been like trying to make movies that weren't necessarily DC because Warner Brothers had DC. Marvel was just basically selling their stuff. <laughs> hey, we gotta get the leftover. What's leftover? Dark <laughs> comic. Well, how much do they want? They want one trillion dollars. God dang. <laughs> well, that's why, like, they went and saw <laughs> this comic, and this comic was dark. So this movie originally they wanted to create a franchise of, of horror films with oh, this wow. so it because in the comic book what happens is when stanley gets the mask he puts it on and he seeks revenge but he kills so he doesn't like like one thing that's hey out man of the- they should make that one now <laughs> right so he i think i think we're red look the joker if we went i mean the joker is amazing i love now uh, we can say i'm an owner of the movie because i love it we yeah it. we can play it and now it's, it's yeah i get it i get it if there's these now these characters who there's a dark side of it and that's interesting you know the mask was very fam they made it wow they made it so family that's such a family made movie they did it so well yeah i mean there, there was only there was some sex in when those kind of things was you know carmen diaz but it was kind of like you know hey wake up i have one oh my god you know but <laughs> yeah you know um it was a very well-made movie and it's just you know well, that's why, like, with this movie, like, that's why they brought on the director, you know, um, what you call it, Chuck, Chuck, uh, Chuck, Chuck Russell, Charles Chuck Russell. Russell live. The reason why they brought him on, because he had directed uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. So they had horror in mind to do this, because, like I said, in the, in the mask, he's very vengeful. He goes out and he kills. So the cops are looking for a murder, where in this film, they're looking for someone who robbed the bank, right? So that's what it was. So they wanted to do that. But when this guy came on board, he felt, nah, this comic is very gory. It's very violent. So let's change it up. So they brought on another writer to work on the script, change it up, and make it more like a, a romantic comedy almost, like a, a like a love story in a sense. And that's where like how Tina, because Tina's not in the comic. So she was created for for the, the movies. So that's where they started. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. Interesting. That's, and they yeah. made it, you know, fun. And they had ideas to have like Steve Martin, Rick Moranis, like, I, I, but they got Jim Carrey. And what was cool about that is because the way Jim Carrey is very manic and move, very cartoonish. He's very they, plastically. They saved a lot of money on, on visual effects because they realized he knew how to move and how to move very cartoony that they knew they didn't have to enhance his movement. So like, perfect. He's already freaking zany on his own. And same with the teeth, those big ass teeth. He learned how to talk with those teeth. Yeah, amazing. I love them. Yeah, because before... I have a pair. Yeah, those teeth were just supposed to be silent. Anytime you saw him on (laughs) screen with the teeth, he's not supposed to talk. But he learned how to talk. So they're like, all right, great. So he wore them all the time. You know, so so he knew how to talk. So that's the thing. Like, with with the movie, it's really cool because in the very beginning... He's, he's like kind of like almost a pushover, but he's like that friend zone because in the beginning, he get friend zone. He buys these concert tickets for a girl. And what happens? She's like, oh, I have a friend coming into the town. I just can't leave her at home. And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. You take- I've been there, dude. I've been there, dude. Take I feel care, dude. all the time. You're like, I got Depeche Mode. Are you serious? Depeche Mode? Oh, it's Depeche Mode. Okay. Andale. I, and I, it's funny because I wrote down <laughs> as a note. I was, I said, 
Ask Freddie, has that ever happened to him? Because that happened many times, before. many times. That's why now I just go to, well, now I have a girlfriend who enjoys going to concerts and all that. But before her, man, no one, or I would find girls that they would be fakers. And what do you mean by fakers? They're like, they, they would think, they would say, oh, I really like your music. And then it turns out they don't. They're like, oh, why do you then turn that off? You know, and they're like, yeah. Oh, man, I'm not going to take you to this. You're a faker. I thought you were a Depeche Mode girl. No, I don't even know who Depeche Mode is. See, well, I didn't, I didn't have necessarily <laughs> concert things, but with me, freaking, there's like, there's this girl, like, I was like crazy and like, in, basically in love with her. This was like late high, in like love. high school years, you know, I wasn't in love, but you, it's just like in that mindset, you think so. And then I, I promised her I wanted to take her to the movies. I'm like, any movie you want to go, we'll go. And one day she hits me up and she's like, oh, you know, um, remember when you said uh, you were going to pay for me if we go to the movies? I'm like, yeah. It's like, well, I want to use it for this time. And there is this guy that came to visit her from like out of town that she knew and her best friend. So she wanted me to pay for her ticket so she could go with them. And I like a freaking no self-esteem said yes. So there I am freaking buy her her freaking movie ticket for her so that her she could be there with her friends because she actually liked that guy. And yet I freaking did it like an idiot. Like, <sighs> I was like, it's just sad. I'm like, that's high school me, dude. I'm like, what a jerk, basically. I'm like, an idiot, man. Love stories from the past. Seriously, it's like, that's what happens, man. But yeah. You live and learn. You live and learn, and now, you know, kind of just, you got to live and learn. And that's That's why, with this movie, you see this transformation go, like, start to build up. Because, you know, when he goes and gets his car, again, he gets screwed over then with the car freaking what happens they're like oh yeah we're he's like i want to hear for an oil change and what happens they they do all these extra all extra work and they just laugh at him and he gets his revenge i love it and he put the tailpipe up the guy's butt yeah <laughs> i love it what the hell in the uh, comedy was- oh the exhaust coming up his ass oh that was <laughs> hilarious <laughs> and that's pretty like wow for a kid's film like whoa like what no, exactly but you know what Jim Carrey is is a master of ass jokes visually yeah. too. Oh yeah. Do you remember when he used to do the joke where he's like bends over and he's yeah. the asshole's talking to you? It's like, yeah. hello, I am the asshole talking to you. He's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and ah. You brought up the Wayne's brothers earlier, and it, and the reason, like, you could say, I don't know. I feel like he was already a stand-up comic. He had he had comedy shows like special, but. But he was very smart to use and work with him because that launched him. Well, th- no, here's, here's, I mean, yeah. do you know the story of how he got on, on In Living Color? Uh, no, I don't. Can you tell me, please? <laughs> All right. So Damon Waynes and Jim Carrey worked on this movie called Earth Girls Are Easy. That's with Gina Davis and yeah. Jeff Goldblum. I remember so that. He worked with them and they became friends because they, the, most of all their scenes they did together, Jim Carrey and Damon Waynes. So when Keenan Ivory Waynes was going to start doing In Living Color, Damien Wayne said, like, hey, I know this guy, dude. He's freaking hilarious. I worked with him on this movie. Like, you got to check him out. You got to test him out. So he brings them on board, and they loved him. And that, then he gets casted on In Living Color. And boom, overnight, people are like, oh, I love this guy. You know, Jim Carrey, especially, too, because you had a show, and you had one white guy and one white girl, but you had him, and he, he, he stood out because – he, uh, he was doing all these crazy characters like Fire Marshal Bill, you know, like, so, yeah. Let me tell you something. So all because he made a movie 
and develop friends with Damon Wayans is how he got into A Living Color. And most likely because of how he was on A Living Color and everything, it's probably how he got these roles. Well, think, think of it. Living Color also launched the Jennifer Lopez that we know today. She was a choreographer to uh, all those dancing. They were fine girl a fly too. girl she too, right? The fly girl. She was a fly girl, dude. Yeah. And uh, that launched her too. You see her, go Google it or YouTube, you know, Jennifer Lopez in Living Color, Fly Girl, and you see her, man. She's fucking working it. She's ma 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 da 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 da. Very. She was like just amazing. And look, you launched a lot of a lot of uh, careers. You know, all those com- comedians in that show, and they're all funny. I mean, I watch. I never missed a Living Color show. Never. Same here. Because of Jim Carrey and and the Wayne brothers and everybody they brought yeah. in. I mean, it was just. Tommy it was so like it was like in your face comedy still, not like today where it's really in your face. There's no filter. Back then, we're like you know there's some filter, but you get the joke. And um, because I guess you know, like it's saying, '80s comedy from the '90s to what we have today. It's like wow, comedy today. You can't even say talk shit anymore like you used to because you got to be you're offending someone now no people have lost the humor about comedy and it's the truth now we have oh i don't know is it okay to talk about that okay i'll talk about that but then i gotta you know it's like no comedy is loose i talk about you know comedy should be you you know you make fun of yourself and you make fun of your family your friend we all make we need to kind of just relax and that's why, you know, I love com- comedians like Jim Carrey. Even Jim Carrey today, he says like, wow, I got to be careful what I say now, but I'm not. Fuck that. I'm, this is who I am. This is what I'm going to say. And if you get offended, we'll fucking wake up. We're in 2020. Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. open your eyes, man. Yeah, it's a, uh, yeah, that, I mean, it sucks. Like, I, I, it bummed me out that that show got like, went away. You know, because it was such a great show. Like they, they I think it was time for them to blow up. The Wayne's brothers were blowing up. They were making, I guess, money. Were make, you know, Jim Carrey got offered, you know, money now, and and you know, it was like a platform because it was a TV. It was for yeah. TV. So now they're like, okay, there weren't. There was no more TV money. It was yeah, because the Wayne's Hollywood money, millions off to know. make movies. Like yeah, they did do like you know, um, they did it right, man. I think they they all did. I mean, look at Jennifer Lopez, man. She worked. Everybody it was a stepping stone for everybody there. Because everybody there had talent from the, if you're a comedian uh, on that show, or if you're behind the scenes writing, yeah. you know, and that, that show was so successful. And I think my generation can, you know, <laughs> I mean, we all grew up with that, man. Yeah. We all, and we all know a Jim Carrey character too. Oh, exactly. Like, that's what I'm saying. The first one I thought of was Fire Marshal Bill, you know? The, the, like, Let me tell you something. Oh yeah. And if you watch, if you've ever seen Liar Liar, he comes out in the background as that character. Oh, yes, he does. Yeah. Yes, he does. Like, dude, oh, Liar Liar was hilarious. I love that court scene, dude. I, yeah, that movie's good. And then the bloopers at the end, that's a good movie, too. Oh, dude. I almost peed in the movie theater sitting down. <laughs> I saw that one. In I went room. alone. I didn't go by the girl. I went by myself and enjoyed oh. it. I had a big, big, you know, I finished a big popcorn. And yeah, I, I went like, with the wow. family. <laughs> we saw it at a drive-in. I was a loner, dude. I was just, I don't give a uh, fuck. I was just like laughing. Like I like to go to the movies by yourself. When people are like, you go to the movies by yourself? Yeah, sometimes you're uh, alone. It's just because you have no friends. <laughs> you know? Like, you know, I don't You know what? No, I don't. I can, I, no, I know. Hey, hey, you know what? It's all right. We have something in, in common right there. I saw Dumb and Dumber by myself. 
Hey, there's. I went by myself to go see that, and it's a Drew Barry movie. Boom! See right there. Yeah, we did something together, so we can relate something. Yeah, Yeah. that's. I laugh at myself. I had to explain what happened. Are you serious? I don't. You know, or so. Hey, that guy's hitting me from behind me. I don't care. Let me watch the movie. You know, it's like all these distractions when you take people. Yeah. You're zoned out. You're laughing. You're having a good time. And that was the first movie I saw by myself. That's what was crazy. See, you survived. Remember, I saw you it by survived. myself. In 1994 was also You saved more money? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, hey, I still, I'm going to go get an In-N-Out. All right. Yeah, you go after <laughs> go to McDonald's or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy, dude. Hey, what do you guys want? You still have money left? Yeah, you want some tacos? All right. Give me two tacos de asada and three de pork y una horchata. Oh, hell yeah, man. Horchata. <laughs> yeah, um... Oh, and the music, the music, because the music oh, was shit. Randy. We gotta, we gotta talk about the music. The music by Randy Edelman. See, but not the music alone, but there's a song. And I wanted, like, I, we need to talk about the song, Hey Pachuco by Royal yes. Sound Review. Yes. That hey song. Pachuco. Yeah, that song, that dun, 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 dun. That's, that, there's, it's crazy because there's certain movies that have songs that when you hear that song, you can't think of anything else. It takes you right back. Kind of like when you hear the, the you guitar. Went, okay, you go just on. reminding me of something. And that's why my parents, you know, Mexican, they yeah. loved, you know. And that's why I think this movie you made so much really good response with the Latin community. Because yeah. there were so much Latin elements in culture in that movie. The music, especially. Especially that one song. Hey, Pachuco. That's very yeah. Cuban. Very, that, that, you know. I was like, hey, I want to dance like oh, Jim Carrey God. dancing yeah. to this movie. And you're like, I want to dance, you know, in that dancing scene with with uh, Cameron Diaz. Oh, yeah. my God. That was a badass scene. It just looks awesome. It's just, <laughs> you know, it's just. Yeah, they were, they were, that was their own dancing. Yes. He did the actual dancing. When they interviewed Jim Carrey, he said, did you guys rehearse that, choreograph? Oh, yeah, her and I would choreograph. And there's, B, B, uh, there's movie clips or you can find that clip of them rehearsing that scene, one take several camera shots which was a beautiful scene i mean I, I i got up there in the movie theater i was like dancing like him hey dude sit down hey shut up you know throw some popcorn in his face it, it, it and it's cool because like with that song um that's what i'm saying whenever you hear that song if anybody else uses that song i've been in other trailers it always takes me back to the mass it's like you know, like Pulp Fiction, they have that that freaking uh, guitar riff, the the the, the, the surf guitar. Yes. Whenever you hear that, it doesn't matter who uses it, what movie uses it. It always takes me back to Pulp Fiction. When you hear uh, "Don't forget," you know, "Don't you forget about me," Breakfast Club always. It just makes you think of the Breakfast Club. You know, if you ever hear "Eye of the Tiger," boom, right away you think of Rocky. So there's always these certain songs in films where it just, yeah, it's always connected to that movie. And that's exactly, song, you're so that, right. Yeah, that big band, the playing the song, the big band, the dun, dun. anytime I, hear, I always think Bam. about that. And that, hey. that, that song, it must have been a massive hit for them. So because, check it out, go to iTunes or any music platform, El Pachuco. Is that the name of it? Actually? No, well, yeah, it's called Hey Pachuco by Royal Crown Review. Uh, it was released in 1992, so it was actually released two years beforehand. Yeah, perfect timing for it, too, yeah. and it sounded, you know, like that. And also, I like the qu- quotes from the movie. Here's one from The Mask. Oh, somebody stop me. <laughs> Kiss me, my dear, 
and I will reveal my croissant. In front of a mirror in the process of going out to a club, it's party time. Oh yeah, P-A-R-T-Y, because I gotta. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, this does have... Oh, dude, so many of them that I, I so, so much, I mean, Jim Carrey was just a master of just all that fast in your face that you have to go back. That's why in the mask, you can go back and you're like, there's something you didn't catch maybe. And maybe I'll probably watch it again and I'll probably catch something I didn't catch back then when it came out. Well, see, when I was a kid, there was a joke in this movie that I didn't get obviously as an adult it made me laugh like oh what the hell and it's the part where he's in the alleyway being chased by those ga- that gang yeah and he's like right there he's like hey step right up come on you know oh and yeah come on he pulls out a, a used condom from one pocket and he's like he's like oh sorry wrong pocket and he yes, it. yes. And i didn't know what that was I didn't dude i can't believe it did yeah. you I've totally forgot about that. It was a condom. Yeah, and it was a <laughs> Oh my god. What the hell? And they said that was improvised. Like he improvised that that part. I love Jim Carrey oh, pushed it. I love it. He and, I was, it. and I like that because there is a line in that when he gives the, the kid the giraffe. I mean the the, the gang member the gir- the giraffe balloon. He's like, now get out of here, kid, you bother me. You know, I always made me laugh. And I like how that gang has the one random cholo in the in the gang. Yeah, oh yeah. Like where of course there's always gotta be a stupid cholo, the fake movie cholo. You're like, hey nah, what a Dude, it's funny because I think Jim Carrey likes cholos because there's another one on when you know the way he plays God. Oh yeah, yeah. And he, you had that fame that and one. I actually before. met that one guy. I met him at the <laughs> yeah. airport and I said, Hey dude, you're that guy from Liar from uh, what was the name of it? Uh, what was the uh, name of uh, it? Bruce Almighty. Yes. Bruce and Almighty. I think he didn't and I think he was like too cool for it. He was like, yeah, yeah, I'm not from that guy. But I've done some other stuff. Eh? And I'm like, no, no, dude, you're always going to be that fucking guy that the fucking monkey went up to the ass. I'm sorry, dog. And he was like, can you imagine? You became famous because of that scene of a monkey going up your butt. I know, That's hilarious. Like, like, no, hey, you know, I have a new movie coming out this weekend. I was like, like, no, I, it doesn't matter. I don't care. There's monkeys in your No, head. he was like, I'm in a new Scarface Holmes. You know, Scarface, it's, 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 it's like the trilogy one. It's on, Where is it on Netflix? I don't watch Netflix now, but you're the guy, that fucking monkey. Did it hurt, dude? How did they do that, dude? It like, <laughs> he was like, like, I don't care. I'm I got to catch aim. Hey, hold my plane. Orally. Can I have your autograph? <laughs> Later, Holmes. And that's why now, now Hollywood is like, you need a cholo to use him. But back when they would just get a random guy and dress him up. That like, guy made oh. money, dude. He, that guy was like, dude, you're an entrepreneur, dude. You fuck you. Yeah, you know, he was like, he was like, he had a crew too. It was like him and two other guys. Like, man, well, that's pretty big. He's you know? at the convention. All the cons that I go to, like the comic conventions, he's always there. <laughs> yeah he's always there he has dude little- go up to him dude you got to go up to him and say hey what's up bro dude i remember that that scene dude with that monkey just watch his reaction dude well you know, it's like there, there shouldn't be it's like somebody is like if i was that my role it's like i know it was funny i know it made me famous you know? but i've done some other roles like, yeah but that one all right fuck it dude. what do you want me to sign you want me to sign the fucking poster here you go Shh. i'm always i'm always i'm always scared to like i go up to everybody but him i'm always afraid to go up to him because i'm always dressed up like a fake cholo so I'm always scared that, you know, I'm dressed up like Han Cholo. Dude, he's dressed like, you know, Cholo. I'm all new waiver, dude. Imagine me going up to him, how I look. That look to him is yeah, like, what's up with this dude? Yes, este John Travolta. <laughs> yeah, but he probably might be like, oh, look at flashbacks, man. All right, hey, Richard Blade, <laughs> dog. Hey, what are yeah, exactly. hey, Richard Blade. Hey, 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 what's that one song from the Flock of Seagulls? Hey, yeah, hey, hey. Blue Monday, oh, no, pinchy way, girl. I like that song. <laughs> yeah, B-movie, hey, right now. Hey, what I like it. hey man, I like it. Hey. <laughs>
Uh, my dad used to. Uh, he was a DJ. Like he he worked. He did a out of Coachella. He had, he was a a DJ in Spanish uh, Spanish radio. Your dad was a DJ from Coachella. Damn, dude, Ion, that's awesome. Yeah, and and then uh, as when my little brother was born, uh, he ended up like he stopped being a DJ, but he still loved doing music and all that. So he became like a weekend DJ at parties and stuff like that. And every time, do you have like if there is any cholos that they always come up? Hey, dog, you got any flashbacks, dog? I want to hear some flashbacks. Hey. Oh man, I got oh, a story, 80s, dude. Dude, eighties new wave cholos love eighties. No, this one guy, I did a, I was DJing down by Lincoln Heights at a really cool place. Yeah. Very, you know, old school. The guy was a, uh, uh, he used to be the uh, head sheriff guy, and now he, this is what he's doing, retirement and all that. And anyway, so I'm there and I'm doing eighties, dude. And there was like a whole like group of cholos like you know just hanging out having a good time drinking and the guys come out hey man what's up with the hey, cool ladies hey man you got some oldies home like and starts laying me all these oldie stuff i'm like oh shoot i'm gonna change all right home sorry right. let me see and then another one hey do you have this one song luckily i had spotify or else i would have been dead that night that night can you imagine not having their music, dude? I want to, hey, fuck it. Because one guy was, hey, man, when you gonna play my request, I got my druk over there, man. I got a request, you know? I got to tell her I love her, you know? Come on, play my song, hey. Like, hold on, dude, hold on. I got to beat match it, too. You know, your song is, like, I'm, I'm at 130, and your song is at 95, hey. Hold on. I'm a professional. Hey, cut it. Can you just fucking cut it like the DJs, you know, and they scratch a scratch, you know? Like the scratchy scratch. What's up, Holmes? Yeah, they, they. But I provide, you know, whatever they want. I was all right, and yeah, it was. I learned a lot about oldies that night too, dude. I was like, oh no, yeah, I got, you, yeah, I got a lot of folder now. So next time I the cholos come out, just you know, I'm like, oh shit, hey, I got you covered, dude. I know all the yeah, fucking all your lowrider oldies, right? With the Art Lobo, right? <laughs> hey, do you have that also song? I I love you also. You know like, what? <laughs> yeah, dude. Wow, uh, we went we went from. I don't know, dude, the mask. I'm all, I basically almost went through all my notes. You know, it's like, but there I, are some things I didn't get to say. I know with the movie, uh, I, I mean, we honestly didn't really get thoroughly into the movie, and we're already at an hour and a half. <laughs> well, look, at the, you know, there's nothing. I mean, the, the movie is a roller coaster ride. It's a, it's a fast roller coaster ride of comedy. You know, there's drama in there, but drama, comedy, there's suspense. But a lot of, if you want to have a good time, especially right now, yeah. you want to have a good laugh because I know we're tired of being in the doors. I'm seriously, I'm fucking tired of being in here, but we're being creative, you know, fucking pop that movie in with your family. It's a good laugh. And then from there, if you want to continue laughing, then follow the whole Jim Carrey movie trilogy of what he's done. And it's a good ride. The comedy stuff, you know, but exactly did you say that it just goes to show how much of an impact this film has with us because we didn't just talk about the movie like oh here's the plot now let's go from beginning to end and then that's it no No, you want you want to give them an experience for them we can talk about it we can sugar you know give them like you know the kind of like the just a little bit of the information for them to discover. I think yeah. nowadays in social media, there's so much information in your face that people don't get to experience it. If you and I create a kind of story where this is how the movie made me feel, it yeah, creates exactly. for the for someone to say, hey, I'm going to check this movie out. You know, I feel like these guys, these guys are funny guys. It's like, look at, look at the conversation that it brought out in us. Like it got us to talk about so much of all this stuff. But it always was about. It always started with the map. You know what I'm wondering, bro? I wonder how much, like the the like, how much this movie, like, was it enjoyable in the males and females? You know, and that honestly, of what I was researching, it was equally 
loved like by everybody because wow. this movie was was huge with everyone from yeah because i did see i mean i remember it's couples like you know yeah like everybody loved it because this is one you know uh you know it's like i guess at the time the one things that i could remember at the time because like especially when my mom she used to get star magazine and stuff like that so you and, and i remember reading a lot of this other stuff and seeing entertainment tonight where one you had an attractive guy so for the women there's this attractive man he's also funny for men they just love comedies so they're like oh there's this guy who's funny he's hilarious you had a, almost a cartoon character for the kids so the kids were like, this guy's funny. He's making me laugh. He's doing funny things. So as a whole, people loved it. And then also, too, like, you know, like, I mean, I guess for, like, older people who are much older, it's like it's still it wasn't blatant comedy where it was in your face. But like it was like it was it wasn't hard to enjoy. So it seemed like everybody it had something for everyone. So it was just a massive hit of a movie. This movie, uh, budget wise and how much it grossed was the biggest movie comic book movie until the joker of last year so what i mean by that because i know batman made a ton of money but here's the thing this movie only cost 32 million dollars to make and it made like gangbusters where like the the joker i think only cost 30 million and it made gangbusters so the mask was one of the most profitable comic book movies compared to budget and and how much it grossed so yeah, the yeah. mask is a massive hit so that's why it's like i know we didn't really get to talk like plot wise fully but we don't need to instead we talk we really talked more about our love for the film what because yeah, the movie is how long the movie is a, an hour it's, and it's a, an hour and 41 minutes so basically we just gave you an hour and 41 minute podcast you know, but it's about more. We gave you details. We gave you notes. You know, Mister. You know, we gave you a blue, little blueprint of the movie that you yeah. can check it out. Yeah, Mister Professional over here. We said his notes. You know, he's already all right. You know, he's learning. Hey, I have to do a professional, dude. You know, but I mean, honestly, 50. if you haven't seen it, check it out. You know, check out this movie. Uh, we we check it out. Yes, is talking about things. We, the movies we love. We're going back in time, and we're we're watching the films we grew up loving and we're talking about it and seeing if we still love them and if we do we're going to tell you why exactly. you know i was 24 when this came out so imagine that i'm 49 yeah. and i still am raving about this movie i don't rave up too much about the movies from like 2000 and up very very rarely because i mean there's good some good movies but i think from you know me being the 80s and 90s generation yeah i think i know i have a good spot on what a good movie is I'm watching on a good movie is. Look, he's out. He's right <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. So, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, freaking, we got ourselves The Mask. Jim Carrey's 1994 The Mask. Uh, check it, out the soundtrack. Yeah, check out the soundtrack. Oh, uh, I guess, you know, do you want to tease uh, what's the next uh, movie that we're going to be doing? Uh, it's sticking to freaking um jim carrey jim carrey but is there a, a movie that you want to uh oh do i have those notes oh my god do, well do you know do you have which movie we're gonna do next to, to tease it's not basically a tease but we're gonna basically well let's see another jim carrey movie ah uh, let's see That one's a hard one because there are so many of my favorite ones. So let me yeah. uh, let me just get some ideas here. 
All right. Well, while he does that, ladies and gentlemen, yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna be focusing on on. All right. So every every week when we talk about a movie, I'm gonna be pulling out a song, a song of the week that's pulled from the same year that the movie was released. So the movie was released in 1994. So one of my favorite albums of all time that was released in 1994 is Nine Inch Nails, The Downworld Spiral. So I'm going to be pulling a song of the week from that album itself. So for me, for this week, while he's trying to think of his song, for me, I, I, it's like I want to I want to think of, of a song that that would always kind of match the movie we're talking about. So this week's song of the week, I'm going to choose from the album uh, freaking Downworld Spiral, The Becoming. Why? Because Jim Carrey is something and he becomes something else by putting on that mask. So I know it's not necessarily the same, but hey. It's, it's a good way. So, you know, they'll be coming. Or I could do Big Man with a gun because at one point he has a bunch of guns. But that's not it. But I'm going to give you for this song of the week, they'll be coming from Nine Inch Nails, The Downward Spiral. All right, there we have it. So what, what's what's next week's song? I mean, uh, movie. Sorry. The next movie that we will be chatting about is Jim Carrey in Liar Liar. All right. A film that came out in... 1997, director Tom and That's the way it sounds like. Shadyak. Well, there you have it. All Box right. office, 302.7 million. No, 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 don't give them more details. We'll, we'll save that for next week. We'll talk about Erase that. Erase that. Rewind. <laughs> so, there, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Awesome. So so perfect. So it's it's been uh it's been a great it's been fun with honorary Freddie. Oh about. my God! I feel so special, honorary. Yeah, Thank you no, very much. Hey, it's a pleasure for me to be on your show. This is your boat. Thank you for having me. I got something to do. My girlfriend's like, you know, are you talking to yourself? No, I'm actually on the show. Oh, okay, Mijo. <laughs> yeah, man, he 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 will be a part. To, you know, go ahead, check out brothersbearnetwork.com. You know, follow us there. Freddie, you yes. got any links, any plugs you want to give the fans so they could follow you? Check well, out. can I share a little bit of what we're doing? Devotional, the Depeche Mode experience yeah, yeah. from that's, Hollywood, that's California. Your, your plugs, man. Go for it. Plug away. Okay, okay. So next month, we're thinking on June 18th to do a two-hour full Depeche Mode Music for Masses live stream concert live in a private studio somewhere in Los Angeles, six feet away from each other, doing a live, live show that day and i think it falls on a thursday june 18th which june 18th is the big big day because that's when the actual day of the last day of the 101 music for the masses at the rose bowl so yeah i've been locked up in this room and i thought about it and i was like you know i got a good good source now to do this live stream with good audio it's going to sound good it's going to look good we're working about doing some camera angles some visuals so it's going to be a very well produced live event not pre-recorded not something like hey I, this is us live and it was oh yeah it's live from like two years ago no live you know in vivo for all the and you can check uh, follow us on devotional the depeche mode experience.com facebook devotional depeche mode experience or just freddie morales on facebook and you have all that information and that's it man hey i'm happy that i got stuff to do man i was going crazy dude you go crazy man it's exciting especially if you're a depeche mode fan i love depeche mode and it's how i was able to meet actually i met you at the 80s bar you guys did a special day with and we interviewed him and we yeah we did it was dave gahan's birthday 
Yeah, isn't it? No, I I don't know. All I know is Richard Blade was there. Flat, flex capacity. Oh yeah, so yeah, it was something. Wow, when wow, Richard wow. Richard Blade was there, it was a big and huge night. So I yeah. think it was like it was just like an an eighties Depeche Mode night. Yeah, I, I don't remember what it was, but he was there. We interviewed him, and it was like we got to talk to him, and we had him on the show, Brothers Bear. Hello, it's Richard Blade here. I've been here for forty years, and I can't get rid of my ox hunt. <laughs> and that's <laughs> gonna hate me for that. <laughs> I know. Fuck you, Freddie. <laughs> Oh my! Hey, if you could get him on the show, that'd be awesome. But oh, he's great! I'll call him up. Hey, hey, Richard! Hey, hello, Freddie. How are you? you know. He's like, what? It just sound eighties podcast. He'd be like, what? <laughs> I'm there. I'm there. I'm so there. Right, Richard Blade. Uh, and that's why I enjoy eighties. He's he Richard Blade introduced me to a lot of eighties, not just the basic oh. like, Iran. You know, like the 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 no he. I, I listened to a lot of different stuff like Cam- dude. I grew up. Look, I grew up in the eighties, and I can't believe it. I um, I know Richard Blade. Like he he's introduced our show. He's introduced me in his show. He mentions me on his XM show. It's great to have that support. I used to watch him on TV. Never thought as a kid, never in, in growing up that I would have be working with him and have worked with him. You know, doing the Depeche Mode convention in Hollywood. You know, yeah. it's just amazing that I've been able to. I grew up with him and now I'm working with him. So it's the beauty of music, the beauty opportunities. It's the beauty of life. You know what we need to do? I've never really done this. I did do one episode called Catching Up with Depeche Mode. And I did talk about a lot of the music that I love. It was just focused on music, but not not 100%. So I feel after after we do this month of Jim Carrey, we should devote an episode to just 80s, like synth pop new wave music like oh music. so much oh that would be a great I, show never, so this, much this show has never done that that's why i do the songs of the weeks you know and i've changed it up i do 90s now and 80s but the beginning was always 80s every song of the week was just from my playlist of like 80s synth pop new wave dark wave, like all that stuff from the 80s and i feel like we should do that we should do an episode that's devoted to just the new wave music of the 80s that amazing yeah that'd be great yeah, that'd be great because I grew up, I remember having a red little radio and I used to listen to the Mighty 690 here in Los Angeles. And it was the greatest from the Cars to Depeche Mode to Erasure yeah. to The Smiths, The Cure, you know, The Cult to everything, Guns N' Roses. I mean, when K-Rock was K-Rock, now K-Rock's a piece of shit. It's shite. You know, it's fucking <laughs> yeah. shit. I spit on K-Rock. Poo, poo, poo. Yeah, that that you read a, that article by K Rock, by the way. I I retweeted it because I wanted to read it. I haven't read it yet fully, Dude, but I, I got to check it out. The end of K Rock. Even Richard Blade even mentioned him, and to yeah. get Richard Blade involved, he's like, you know, the death of K Rock. For people who don't live in Los Angeles, K Rock was the quintessential. Uh, I can't even say the word. The mega. The biggest. The quintessential. Why can't I say that word? It's like presidential. Yeah, <laughs> but you you people know what I'm trying to say. But this record, I mean, uh, this uh, freaking station was the station for Los Angeles. It was where in the 80s, especially, you had this DJ who was Richard Blade, who we we're talking about. He was on there. He actually also had a morning show, like everything 80s, all the big stars. He became huge friends with Depeche Mode. They even had a, a an in-store signing through K-Rock. Like it was massive. And then the 90s, you had all the alternative music that was massive was huge in the 90s and and you had this show called Kevin and Bean like it, K-Rock was massive 
but it's just it now it's not, not only that it brought in all those uh djs the poor man i got to work with the poor man at groove radio you know and that guy jumped from that guy was hilarious yeah he created so much drama for k-rock so you guys google it you know poor man yeah uh he he also has you know beef with richard blade and but the thing is, is that those guys were the legendary DJs from that station. Uh, all the other DJs, Dr. Drew all started there. Uh, also, um, the guy from Channel 7. Um, uh, what's his name? I don't know. Midnight Show. Oh, what's his name? I haven't watched TV in such a long time anymore. I don't know. But he but came we'll, from we'll, rock we'll, Yeah. We'll get to that uh, show. Shut up, Freddy. Shut up. No, no. <laughs> I'm just... Uh, because we don't want to, we don't want to say too much, and then it takes away from when we actually record. Oh, that's that. right. That's the thing. It's like because then you start giving away what we. I'm want. just throwing a little spices, you yeah, know, a little, little spices. I gave you can I have some more. Yeah, come back yeah, later. Give me, yeah, it teases. There you go. He's teasing. <laughs> so we'll 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 talk a lot Thank about you. that. It, we, you know, but after, but next week we're doing liar liar. So it's been fun talking with Freddie. You know, getting you know, putting on our green mask and going away. You know, dancing around with Cameron or Cameron Electra, as he said. You know, uh, talking Either. about horrible dates. Uh, you know, in living color and the Keenan Ivory Wayne family. Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, Jennifer Lopez as a fly girl. But I think it's time that me and Freddie hop into our DeLorean and travel back to the future. Orale, home. Let's go. has been a Brothers Bear Network production.